you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendos, we've got huge holiday sales happening now at ProWrestlingTees.com slash GoingInRaw and FriendoMarket.com. 20% off everything on both sites, and we have restocked Slayish shirt sticker packs at the Friendo Market. Links in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, guys. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Just keep watching going in the raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. <clears throat> you're right over there? Yeah. Hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your going in raw notifications. It's especially important right now. Apparently, a lot of people here were doing this live a little bit earlier than we usually do. A lot of people are saying, uh, I didn't get notifications. Where's my notification? Where's my notification? Where's my notification? My notification. Hey, there. YouTube. Hey, YouTube. Where's my notification? Oh, you want a notification, dude? Your notification's guaranteed, Pete, on. Anyways, uh, so yeah, make sure you hit that uh, notify bell and the subscription thing. Uh, and then we're also in the Audio Realm podcast form. Leave us a rating, review, comment. It's all good. Really helps the show. It does. Uh, grow and expand and do stuff. stuff. And do stuff. Get us money. Uh, we're also on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Fantastic way. Support going in raw. Uh, One dollar and up. One dollar. One dollar gets you access to the Discord. It gets you uh, ad-free going in raw. And uh, uh, I think there's one other thing I can't remember right now. But it really helps us out. Uh, you'd be surprised how far. One Simple dollar, one, one little dollar, dollar, one little dollar, and we're going to be adding some stuff to that one dollar tier in the new year. Yeah, very, very exciting. So yeah, um, uh, we're doing this a little bit early today uh, because uh, you are hitting the road. Yeah, I got to go to the Bay Area, road to Bay for the holiday. Yeah, coming back Sunday. All right, I'll be here Monday. But we have um, a big slate of programming. Obviously, tomorrow we will not have our NXT, NXT UK, NXT UK, and two hundred five live. Uh, recap show mm-hmm. that they're not gonna come in here. You'll never know. You guys will never know what we think about those episodes, unless if I find some time to stream some Red Dead Redemption Two uh, this uh, coming week. Uh, maybe you can just hit me up and ask me because I'll definitely be watching probably most of them. I'll uh, definitely be watching NXT. UK. I'll definitely be watching. You might watch it twice. NXT UK. Especially if Zach Gibson's on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's happening, and then, uh, but on Thursday we do have. I know we, we filmed this live, so some of you might have seen it already. Uh, but for those of you, our going in raw view, uh, it's returning uh, for this one-time limited engagement uh, Survivor Series 1997, the Montreal Screwjob. 
We'll probably bring it back in for uh, December for the Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Countout we have comes some back. very special episodes of Going In Raw Countout, which uh, is actually fairly appropriate for the news that broke today that some trademarks have been filed. Yeah, uh, for, for all elite wrestling. Guess who might be starting that? The elite. Apparently. PW Insider Elite. Yeah. Mike oh, Johnson. Oh, yes. No, it's probably the Correct. elite. Yeah, there's like trademarks for double or nothing. Something called Dynamite Tuesdays or something? Tuesday like? Night Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. That's like a really old school name for a wrestling this show. This feels like a giant troll, to be honest with you. It kind of does. It, feels it kind like, of feels like someone is just doing this to mess with people. I think they're. I think this feels just like they're going to do this in a, for an episode of Being the Elite. Maybe. You know, like a special Christmas episode mm-hmm. or something. I feel like I got a beard haircut in between my teeth. It's annoying. Mm. It's really annoying. Mm. Anyways, uh, did you mention an Oliver Prince Slow Wolfpack uh, t-shirt yet? We should mention that. So, it's available now. Um, it's expensive. We had no is. we had no say on the the, the, the pricing or the we, sizing. We, some people in the comments, or at least one person in yesterday's show's comments said, $37, come on, that's ridiculous. I agree. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There are coupon codes available. If you never buy anything from Society6, you get 30% off. They have a, a Christmas Holiday sales the thing going is, why on. Why would anybody don't buy spend that? full price on it? Don't do not spend thirty seven dollars on this. Why would anybody spend full price on this anyways? I don't know. I bought That's it. That's silly. Because I've been asking for it, and I didn't spend full price. Well, yeah, on you it. you had to put your money where your mouth was. Absolutely, I get that. But we sold like fifty of these things. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, forty two oh at this my point. Gosh, I hope no one paid full price for it. Literally at this pace, it's gonna it's gonna outpace. Will it be our most popular shirt? That's not on Friendo Market. Because uh, the Slaya shirt we sold it, it's best the most. Yeah, but it's, is it going to outpace stuff we sold from Pro Wrestling Tees? It's possible. I mean, it's and already outpaced a lot of that and stuff. You're like, no one's going to buy that. I'm, I'm legitimately surprised. That's like, no, Steve. People like Oliver Pritch. Don't, don't buy that shirt. It's so ugly. Don't, well, don't buy it for full price. Don't buy the, it for full price. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, they're the Pro Wrestling Tees are about to put up the other Slow Wolfpack shirt. So right now, uh, hopefully, you guys all saw the Holiday Harry Berry Bratwurst video. Do you have it here? Uh, do I have the video here? Yeah. You want to roll on the show? <laughs> you want to, do you guys, sure. Do you guys want to see the video? I'll ask the live crowd. One for yes for the holiday Harry Berry Bratwurst video. Two for no. Just move on. We'll see what people say. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, there's um, big sales right now going on. Pressing T's got 20% off. We're going to have a sale on oh, our... Oh, so, okay. So, the Slow Wolf Pack oh. shirt's up. The, so if you don't the regular want, one. If you don't want the obnoxious all-over print one, then there's just a standard... Logo mm-hmm. shirt available now in our pro wrestling tea store. Yeah, twenty percent off. That's a good. That's a good size right there. It's not logo. bad. It's, it's a healthy not, it's size. Not, it's not obnoxious enough, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's a healthy size. What are people saying? Yes or no? One. One. That's yes. One. One is yes. I think so. You're the one that said. I wasn't even paying attention. Run the video. Run the video. Right, it's only what a minute and a half. Yeah, it's pretty short. Yeah, we're on the video though. Uh, all right, give me a second here. Hold it's only about here. a minute and a half. That's it. That's it. Magic of. All right, I think it's deals too. All right, audio warning. This might be loud. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. All right, yeah. let's do it. Here we go. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me do this first. I'm going to do this because it's going to show up down there. Oh, hey there, everybody. Oh, they Harry here. I'm here to tell you about some great deals. But shh, I'm waiting for Steve and Lawson to get here. This is their office, and I'm pretty sure they keep you safe around here, right, mate? Anyways, enough about that. Do you love great deals? Right now, at friendomarket.com. Great deals. Everything is marked off there. 
Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash going and rolling. They even got deals there. That's right. 20% off everything this weekend for the holidays. And if you go there, you get a free postcard too. It's for the holidays. I'm Barry Bratworth from Finance, and I'm ready to put you in a new, reused, guaranteed peed on Stephen Larson garment right now. Hey, Barry. I'm here spending my holidays at the Mayan Riviera, but my mind is on deals. Here's some of the deals you could get. Cold water Larson shirt, yours, 20% off. Cold water Larson not gonna happen shirt, doorbuster, yours, 20% off. Going in raw slayish shirt, yours, with stickers, postcards signed by those two bozos. Best value, deals, deals, deals. Put your hands down. Who <laughs> deals? So stupid. Deals. Oh my goodness. Let's read these super chats and then move on with the wrestling. Well, you, let's do overall thoughts on SmackDown first. Then Fucking, we'll do super I loved chats. it. It was fun. I show. loved it. Why did they rip us off though? Char- I know. Charlotte versus Iconics were in the slow wolf pack gear. <laughs> totally were. They were wearing red and black. They were in slow wolf pack gear. And they both took on Charlotte. Granted, it wasn't a handicap match, but it was so close. It was so close. Either someone over there on WWE is watching our stuff, or we're soothsayers. They're watching. We're basically man. Nostradamus of wrestling. Oh man! At this rate. When did you first learn about Nostradamus? How old were you? 1987. Oh, really? That young? 1987. Because of the Orson Welles narrated documentary. You saw it that long ago? Yeah, man. Who saw it tomorrow? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. Um, my, I didn't. My dad read it from the local video store. Yeah, that sounds about right. Why would all dads from the 80s, I think, were fascinated with Nostradamus? Because mine was, too. He had several books. Oh, yeah, my dad didn't go that far. About Nostradamus. It fascinated me and him. Yeah. Um, I think it was like the early 90s when he really got interested in Nostradamus. That's crazy. Um, So I I like the Charlotte stuff. That'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I know. It really um, will be. Because she seems to be, like, she's saying, I did it for the champ, but then the champ's on Twitter talking so much crap. Um, and then uh, and then I loved, I loved the Daniel Bryan thing. Oh, God, yes. The Daniel Bryan thing made my night. It was so it good. Was so good. I loved it, and it seemed like he, he's loving it, too. The Miz TV stuff with Shay, and that was fun. That was good, too. I know a lot of people are complaining about uh, the fact that they did not um, really address the Survivor Series sweep. Like Shane said, things have got to change around here. I'm going to bring a change or something. Yeah. Well, that, that issue runs deeper than just one segment. Yeah, no, I know. But they didn't really. I mean, they kind of addressed it. But it wasn't It wasn't made into a big story, which I kind of like. I kind of prefer. seems like they're just sort of moving on. And I like that. Well, I don't I don't mind. They're moving on. It's just the it's two, two points to it. One, um, I mean, the entire story of Survivor Series was centered around that whole that story mm-hmm. and then it turns out on both Raw and SmackDown end up to not really matter yeah sure yeah um, and then why just bury SmackDown have them get swept or lose 6-1 and it's not gonna matter yeah I know I know but that it's weirdly because they did that kind of last year as well oh they do it yeah they did it last year everything too. was Survivor Series when it's brand versus brand the funny thing is I'm totally okay with them sort of booking Survivor Series in a bubble um, because it should be the kind of thing it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm i okay with it. I, I do to a degree, but it's one thing if SmackDown loses 4-3. Yeah. 
when they're when the whole idea is that they get swept. Yeah, but they didn't make a big deal about it beforehand. They started to, and then Daniel Bryant, like two weeks. The optics of it just don't look good. Yeah. You want people to tune into SmackDown. You want people to give a damn about the show and treat it like it's on equal footing on Raw on the one show of the year where you say that the brands go head to head. Yeah, but the thing is, like when you get swept or you go 6-1, do you really want to bring that up? No, I don't mind it from SmackDown's perspective. I'm, I just—it's more uh, overall general irritation that that this—they made such a huge deal, at least for this one show, that this was going to be a thing. Yeah. And then on Raw, they immediately backtrack, saying, "No, Baron, you're not full-time GM. Yeah, I know. I know. You got to beat Braun yeah. at TLC. Yeah. And then over on SmackDown, where Shane's saying, "Oh, there's gonna be huge changes now because we got her butt handed to us." Mm-hmm. Oh, well, just not. Let's not talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I just—I don't know. I'm—I'm kind of fine just moving on from it. But no, I agree with you. I think that they definitely should. Like, well, here's the thing: if you're gonna take the time to come up with like a score tally on the screen and say, "Oh, look, six and oh, ooh," there should be like a sea change yeah. in the next episode of both shows. Like Raw, everybody should be like, "Wow, everything's great. No need to change anything." And then and on SmackDown, SmackDown, change to bring Lars Sullivan in to start destroying everybody. Like right Stephanie away. McMahon should have thrown a party for Baron oh. Corbin. That's how it really should have gone. Should have been instead of been like, "No, nah, you haven't earned it yet." Yeah. No, she throws a party for him. And then over on SmackDown, it should be the entire roster should be out at the stage and Shane and Paige lay sh- into him. Yeah. And say there'd be some changes around here starting. Lars Sullivan, he comes out, comes out and gives freak access yeah. to like the the like the, the, sure. the main event locker. Yeah. That being said, here's some motivation for you. Like we didn't get that, and I don't really I don't know. I just I feel like that would be, you know, you know why? Because I think I feel like that would just sort of I don't know, that could have been cool, I guess. It'd been a huge uh, spotlight for Lars to debut. Oh yeah, no, I'm just talking about the general oh. idea of SmackDown, like saying, okay, things need to change around here, and then like, well, that could be changes. that could be the impetus for whatever format changes they might do for the you know, the yeah. Fox. Yeah, so that could have been cool. I mean, could have, Shane could have said, well, I don't think the competition is where it needs to be around here. Let's yeah. make everything about competition, have rankings, yeah. not the crap top ten they had earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, that ended up being pointless. I love that. Um, but actually, like real rankings, like UFC fight rankings. Yeah, because the opening segment was really—it was really strong. It was, yeah. Wait, was that the Miz? Was that the Miz Shane one or the Charlotte? No, one? Charlotte. Charlotte one. opened the show. That was really strong. Well, let's get these super chats, yeah. and we can talk let's about get this the super chats, yeah. show. Uh, Kai Highwell, guaranteed Pete on. Have my money, as you're the best. Thank you, Kai. Thank you, Kai. Chase Hetrick, what's the best dish to bring for Thanksgiving? My wife made one: an apple pie. Oh, that's, yeah, number one. Homemade apple pie. Number one right there. Can't go wrong with bringing dessert for Thanksgiving. No, that's true. Uh, Stevie Howland, that 20 hours of travel just ended. I am exhausted. Whoa. Yeah, I mentioned yesterday he was traveling from Florida back to Ireland, I believe. Ireland. Uh, Jacob Anderson, best Thanksgiving food item. Let's take turkey off the table. Stuffing. Yeah, it's stuffing. Oh, man, it's stuffing. A good stuffing. Oof. I had some two nights ago. I just made some stuffing. It was just Stouffer's. Stouffer's. Oh, oh, okay. Stouffer's or Stouffer's? Stouffer's. No, wait. Stouffer's. Stovetop? The stuff you just add b- butter and water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I can just eat that stuff. You ever had a, a stuffing with like spicy sausage in it? Oh. Not really. Oh. That sounds pretty good, though. It's so good. Uh, Graham Too Sweet Me. You got to do this one. Oh, bang. There you go. Is that just a Too no, Sweet? No, it says Michelle. Oh, oh. Pizzas. I thought you said Too Sweet. Okay, that's his name. Michelle. Where are my pizza rolls? The boys are going live. It's earlier than usual. Early now. Right, very, very well. Good job. Anyways. Good job. Uh, so yeah, uh, to open the show, Charlotte came down. She looks like the cock of the walk. 
Yeah. She looks great. She has a, a black robe on symbolizing being heal. What's up? What are you looking at? What's this doing over here? Like making little levels. Right this here. guy? Right what this guy? Yeah. Doing little levels there. This I don't know guy why. right here? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You it's see that? muted out though. Yeah, I know. It's just weird. There's levels at all. Yeah, I've noticed that before. All right, anyways. I'm just leaving it alone. Sorry, it just distracted me. So Charlotte comes down. Uh, she's, she's, she's as, as my wife would say, whenever Alabama's acting a bit hyper, Charlotte was kind of on one. Yeah. She was a bit extra. Um, she had a bit more boom to her voice. Mm-hmm. She seems to have found her swagger by uh, being uh, just a, a, a sort of a Becky clone. Kind of, yeah. Ish. Um, that's going to be kind of interesting um, how they deal with that. I don't know. How do you think they're going to deal with that? Well, I, mean, I think I said yesterday that they could be using this uh, Becky turn from Charlotte to uh, to to show it Rumble that Ronda has a chance against someone that will cut corners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, making you think, oh well, you know, she could beat Charlotte. She can go to WrestleMania and probably beat Becky. But between Charlotte and Becky, how's this going to play out when Becky comes back? I'm assuming it's going to go down something like Becky's going to come back. Charlotte's going to think that like things are cool because of what she did to Ronda, but Becky's going to be like, you basically just stole my gimmick, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and I think especially after Charlotte loses to Ronda at the Rumble, mm-hmm. Becky's going to say, look, you tried to be me, and you didn't do it well enough to get the job done. Yeah, yeah. And so we might see that feud kick back up for a little bit mm-hmm. between Rumble and Mania. Maybe heading into Mania, yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Um, so, yeah, she says that she doesn't regret, regret beating up Ronda, uh, she did it for uh, the SmackDown locker room, and she did it for the champ uh, for Becky. Uh, Paige then comes to the ring. She says, look, here's the thing. I totally appreciate what you did. I love that you beat the crap out of Ronda Rousey. However. However, uh, you put your hands on, like, five officials, mm-hmm. and you can't do that. Mm-mm. You snapped. Uh, and so I'm going to find you, and then long pause, $100,000. And the crowd's like, ooh, is that a lot? What is that in relation to her kayfabe <laughs> salary? Because I don't know. <laughs> is she uh, making $5 million a year or 150000 a year? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, is this a big hit? I, I know, don't is this know. a massive hit? Charlotte didn't seem to really mind, though, so I'm guessing it was the former. Yeah. Not a massive hit. Um, so the Iconics come walking out in full slow Wolfpack gear. They had everything but the logo. Yeah. They had everything but the logo. Yeah. And then... Uh, Peyton Roy starts walking with like a blank expression. Mm-hmm. And she says, and Bailey Kay's like, well, who are you? She says, I was Charlotte last night. I was yeah. in a daze. Yeah. She in a like, trance. She's something like blonde Frankenstein. I don't know. They, cra- they crack some bad jokes. They're, always, they're funny. Regardless of what's coming out of their mouth, they always have the, f- the, the greatest comedic looks on their faces. Oh, I know. They're really good with that. They are. Um, so anyways, they come out and Charlotte says, the only question I have is which iconic is going to be the next Ronda Rousey, meaning who's going to get your ass whooped right now. Yeah. And she says, is it going to be you or how about you? And she points to Billy Kay. And then uh, nobody actually makes the match. Uh, Charlotte's music just hits. She takes off her robe and they have a match. Yeah, it goes to commercial and comes back. And then, no, they say Paige made the match. Oh, okay. After commercial break. Okay, right on. Charlotte versus Billy Kay. Um, granted, Charlotte beat both members of the Iconics last night, but it wasn't like she was she squashed them. Yeah, I kind of ho- I was kind of hoping that she would squash them both. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the Iconics. So I would like I like the, I would like them to have competitive showings at least. Yeah, I'm fine with that any other time. And if this wasn't the Iconics, that's fine. But like. 
I would have liked Charlotte just to like whoop their both their asses. But she took care of Billy Kay fast enough to yeah, be able yeah, to be yeah. like totally cool and say, Oh, Peyton. And I really like that. I really like how she called out yeah, Peyton. She was like, and Peyton Royce is freaking out. Yeah. Um, no, it was all really well done. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was well just done. competitive yeah. enough, so the it wasn't embarrassing for the Iconics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, guess yeah. that's my point. Okay, there you go. Um, so, yeah, uh, Charlotte pins Billy after natural selection. She grabs a mic and says, no, Peyton, come on. You too, come on. Yeah. Get in here. Yeah. And Peyton's all. Ooh, me. And she gets in the ring and leaves. Not a great deal. And then they start the match uh, during a picture-in-picture commercial break. Um, the finish saw Charlotte pick up Peyton for a body slam. Uh, Billy gets in the ring. Double axe handle. Uh, Charlotte wins by DQ. The Iconics start double-teaming her. They go for a chair, and what the timekeeper pulled the chair away from them. Yeah. Um, yeah. This so this yeah this 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 finishing part the breakout part, um, I thought that was appropriate. Yeah. You know, Charlotte yeah. basically destroyed them. She gave them a double spear on the outside and started ramming both their heads on the announce first table. individually and then yeah. in, in unison. Yeah. So that was cool. And then she stood up on the announce uh, table and uh, said, "Bow down before me" or something like that. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. I don't know. It's look, man. This is way better. It's it's a little wonky because I'm like, okay, where is this gonna go? But did, did they just do a it, kind of a, a double switch without having both Becky and Charlotte be in the match together? Is this gonna be? Is that match against Ronda? While it immediately gets her some face heat, is that gonna be the pivot by which they turn Charlotte heel? I think. I, I don't know. Do you because think they the know? W, no, certainly not. They definitely don't know. Because they're learning now, again, what they can do with like a really fun sort of character. Mm-hmm. Like They found something really fun with Becky Lynch that they thought was going to be one thing, and it turned out to be much bigger mm-hmm. and much cooler. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, cool. Let's do that with everybody now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, we got, I think, Brian Mazik, one of our friendos. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote an article. Um, crap, who does he write for? Forbes. For, no. You write some stuff for Forbes. Oh, okay. Maybe it was on Forbes. I don't know. I'll retweet it later on. And uh, I didn't actually read the article, but the headline was, uh, WWE has a heel turn problem and they need an intervention. Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. And uh, and I'm interested to see what he has to say, but uh, but I, I wouldn't I don't know if I if I I want to read the article before I comment on the article. Yeah. But if the general premise is they're just turning everybody heel, uh, I think that it's been appropriate when they've done it so yes. far. Charlotte was nowhere. That was a bad situation for mm-hmm. her because they were trying to make her. It was it was the Roman thing. They were trying to make her a face, and the crowd just wasn't buying it. They didn't yes. want that. They wanted Becky, and so. They just put her in the Becky slot at uh, Survivor Series. She had a great performance where she was just absolutely brutal, and people just like cool stuff. They do. And so, and Charlotte was always better as a heel anyway. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, and so this does set up an interesting sort of conflict between her and Becky, or it'll put them on the same page. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but it's way better than where she was, oh, yeah. which was a really bad spot. Yeah. And it took one match to do it. I'm trying to find this. Uh... Mm-hmm. He does write a lot of stuff for Forbes. I don't know okay. what particular article was. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was fine. It's just I don't think they know. I think they're just like. I, it it almost feels like they've the WWE the 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 weird mass of WWE and it's just Vince. It's <clears> like they sort of forgot how cool people can be if they just do cool stuff. I know. You know. I know. And that was always the thing kind of lacking from Roman. Roman, push. yeah. 
Yeah. Him, they gave him a bit of an edge mm-hmm. and had him do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what got Braun over. He was just going out being destructive and doing cool stuff. Yeah. And yeah. People loved it. Yeah. Alex C here in chat says, I think it's less turning everyone heel and more giving everyone a deeper character. I think it's letting their characters breathe and do cool things. Yep. Which just in, in these days, because the WWE seems to define babyface as basically pushover. That's what they define yeah. a babyface well, as. Smiling pushover. Smiling pushover. Um, you know, and and when they when they turned Becky, it was just man, like she she's standing up for herself. She, she thought was she just had fed up coworker. Yeah, she thought she had opportunity taken away from her. Yeah, which she did. Yeah, somebody who's on a pushover, basically. Yeah, and so yeah. Now in Charlotte's case, it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little interesting because if they play out the way their roles are right now, like Becky's only role that she can have because of her condition is Twitter. Yeah. And she seems to be like clowning the idea that Charlotte is basically just being Becky Lynch, and Charlotte is saying I'm doing this for Becky Lynch. That's gonna, that's an automatic conflict right there. Yep. I do. I I hope they address that. Oh yeah, I'm sure they will. I hope they do. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting, and like I said, it's a better spot for Charlotte to be in right now than it was before. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, uh, next, we had a Rey Mysterio promo talking about his history with Randall Orton. Mm. It was good. I don't know that those neon lights. They had behind. I Ray. noticed that too. That was incredible. That was really neat. It was kind of reminiscent of the old uh, set WWF mm-hmm. used to use, where yes, like the kind of portal with the neon lights around. Yeah, it. I wonder if they just had like a TV display behind them. I don't know. It looked like and real neon. A, yeah, it could be. I don't know. It looked really neat. Maybe it's just a green screen. They had some cool uh, After Effects template. They're not really good with green screen, so I'm not sure if that's yeah, the that's case. Yeah, that's a good point. Based on the <laughs> NXT UK His mask could be all, and I think he was wearing green yeah, too. His I guess mask could be been, all. It could have been a blue screen. Yeah, yeah it could be. Anyways, that was a good promo. Mm-hmm. Um, next, Miz TV. Pretty quickly, the Miz introduced Shane McMahon. He's all about Shane now. He's a huge Shane fan. He's a Shane stan. Why did that term originate? I believe Eminem's song, Stan. Oh. Because that dude is a big fan of Eminem. Now song. I understand. Because <laughs> I've heard the term before. Yeah. I just didn't know where it originated. I love those moments when they connect. Yeah, and then you realize the light bulb goes off. It makes sense. There it is. I think I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. A Shane McMahon stand. <laughs> he says, as the kids say, a Shane McMahon stand. Hollywood loved Miz last night. LA was all about Miz. Heck yeah. Um, and then did you hear about the dark match that went down? Mm-mm. It was the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Miz was playing babyface. And uh, I think Daniel Bryan gave him a low blow to win by, or so to lose by DQ. Um, and then Miz, in turn, gave Daniel Bryan one, stood tall with the title. Crowd was going crazy. Wow. So he's totally baby facing against Daniel Bryan. And you know what they do with those dark matches? They telegraph what's going to happen. Yeah. Interesting. That's going to be interesting, that will be man. Interesting. That's going to be, because here's the thing about Daniel Bryan's heel turn. It's kind of a pure heel turn. It's yeah. not like he's not trying to be a tweener or no, something he, cool. He, 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 it was. Basically, the main pivot point for heel turns, it seems these days, is, hey, you, the audience, turned your back on me, or I'm, so I'm turning my back on you, mm-hmm. essentially. And that's yeah. what he did. Yeah, totally. Yeah. When you call the crowd idiots, or whatever mm-hmm. he said last night. Yeah. That's a pure heel turn. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, The Miz, he's putting over Shane. He Big says, time, yeah. Shane, how about this? I'm two-thirds best in the world. You're one-third best in the world. Let's start the best team in the world. Let's form a tag team. I appreciate his math, too. Yeah. He knows his fractions. Shane's and, like, dude, I'm a little banged up right now. Yeah, he uh, limped out. He was really selling. Yeah, he was doing a good job selling it. Um, and Miz says, "Well, I talked to Paige. I got us a tag team match tonight already." Mm-hmm. And out walks the Bryant brothers, some Californian uh, local enhancement talent. Yes, 
Um, one of them. One of them's Eli Everfly. And the other one is, I don't know how to pronounce Who I think has done some PWG shows. He's been know. around the, the LA area for uh, a little while now. Is this Kata Murray? That looks right. Yeah, um, Kata Murray. Yeah. Kata Murray, yeah. Is he, is, was the other Bryant brother. I always love when they do local enhancement talents in LA because they're usually guys who have been around. I know. You know, I like know. they've had some some high profile indie exposure. Oh yeah. So uh, and surprisingly, uh, Miz has the upper hand to begin with, but Dane Bryant picked up the win with a roll up because he was a uh, Miz trying to convince Shane to get in the ring. Rolls him up. I know it was good. So not a good start. Like Shane's just chilling there in his leather jacket. No, he still has leather blazer on. What is? And he's got the thinking? he's got the not for resale Jordan, the yellow ones that are like reselling for like a thousand bucks. Yeah, man. He's not wrestling in those. He's not getting those scuffed up. No way. He might be able to put those in StockX still. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So yeah, that was pretty funny. And Shane was like, oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, this no, he's, is, mm-hmm. this is what happens. So that's kind of a weird, interesting thing they're going to see. I'm, I'm totally okay with that storyline Yeah, as it pertains to Shane. He's not doing too much. He's just sort of acting awkward because Miz is geeking out over him. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next, the New Day was backstage, and they were wearing some Pilgrim gear. And Xavier Woods had a – it was just Pilgrim gear, but he had six and one on his chest. He was not going to leave that alone. No, no. He was not going to leave that alone. No. Um, and then our truth was there as well mm-hmm. as the gobbledygooker. Yeah, um, that was pretty funny. It was pretty fun. That was good stuff. Uh, the next was the Thanksgiving feast fight: New Day versus The Bar and Big Show. New Day dropped promo in advance of the match. Kofi brought up Team SmackDown's win at Survivor Series and the tag, tag well, team elimination. Yeah, because Xavier, he was like as right before the uh, they started the promo. Xavier just said six and one. And then they started the promo, so I was like, oh, he's just going to get a little sly dig in there. And then Xavier Woods said again, six and one. And then Kofi said, yeah, and let's talk about that. And then he went yeah, on yeah, about. Yeah. Well, then and then Thebar came out, and the New Day was like, well, at least we won our Survivor Series match. Yeah, and then they made fun of Thebar for the PP bit. Yeah. Um, and then Seamus said something like, well, you, you, spontaneous urination is just really distracting. What do you expect someone <laughs> to do? He's like, you're taking the piss out. <laughs> Which, of course, is like UK slang for, you, are you trying to get one over on me? Are you having a laugh? Yes. Anyway, this is a fun match, these gimmick food fight matches. We see him, uh, the, was it the Trick or Treat Street Fight? Who was it last year? The Trick Club? Fight. It was like the club and who it's else? Usually the last year? two years has been the club. What a bummer for that, man. Yeah, no. Um, but this was fun. Yeah, no, this was great. I the, like the, the, the way they used the, the turkey in the in the match was fun. What Biggie was licking a turkey. Yeah. Cause, oh best. yeah. At the beginning of that promo, he was like these big breasts. <laughs> so I'm talking about these turkey breasts. Turkey turkey breasts. Licking it. And then during the promo uh, back and forth between the bar and new day, he's he goes and picks up the turkey and starts he's licking so it. Charmingly again. creepy. Yeah. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, about halfway through, Big E puts Big Show through one of the tables ringside full of food. I really love how like they didn't really tease it that much before they just went to it. Oh, I know. You know, there wasn't a whole lot. Of, it was just, you know, Big Show, oh, he was almost going to fall in. And then and Big then E kicked the rope. Kicked like the that. rope and he went and through show the table through of food. And then Kofi gets the turkey, I think, from Big E. Mm-hmm. Goes to the top rope, hits like a turkey-assisted double axe handle on Sheamus. Sheamus goes through a table. Mm-hmm. And then Big E puts the turkey on his fist, mm. hits Sheamus with turkey punch. Yeah. Gets the win. Yeah. And then New Day uh, pummels Cesaro with all the side dishes. Yeah, that was funny. 
corn and pie and stuffing and green bean casserole. When he gets out, Xavier Woods keeps on slipping on the food. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was great. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Randy Orton promo where he's playing around with a f- facsimile of Rey Mysterio's mask. Yeah, he says he has no respect yeah. for Rey's mask. No respect for lucha tradition. Well, he's doing No respect this, for Rey. Like, now he's the legend who's killing legend killers. No, he's the legend who's killing No, legend. he's, yeah, he's the legend who's a legend, legend killer. Yeah. He's a legend, legend killer. Yeah. And uh, he did it with Jeff Hardy, allegedly, although he yeah. seems okay. Yeah, he seems fine. And now he's, he's going to put a screwdriver through his ear. Rey Mysterio. So I'm sure we had plenty of these main events back in like the late aughts. Yeah, they said they uh, these two main evented pay per view. Oh, okay, like that sounds years right. Ago. That sounds right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, after that, we had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Asuka and Naomi. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville aren't working terribly well together. Uh, no, but I do appreciate that Naomi is slowly like Naomi and Asuka are slowly adopting each other's fashion styles. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting on the same page as a tag team, which I think is great. Like Naomi had that great giant like oh, green yeah, 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 yeah. With, fake with fur LEDs coat in it. Yeah, like Oscar's big coat. I want Oscar to start a- adopting some of the glow, mm-hmm. some LEDs maybe mm-hmm. or black light stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be good. They're not doing anything else with Oscar, so and I like Naomi. So whatever. yeah, Naomi's great. Yeah. Um, so that the miscommunication, the lack of chemistry between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose led to their loss. They kept tagging each other or themselves in. They're a mess. They are a mess. At one point, uh, they're kind of arguing with each other. Uh, Mandy gets out of the way. Sonya eats a head kick from Asuka. Well, Sonya pushed Mandy and took the bullet for her. So that, you know, hopefully is is mending some sort of wound. Probably not. I think Mandy will just be offended by the push. Um, Not the grander gesture of taking the... Well, at the end, like, they were cool. At the end, they were like, hey, you know... We're good. We'll work this out. Because usually you can, they telegraph the crap out of that. They're just like arguing at the end. But yeah. in this case, I think they were cool. And then uh, Sonya ends up tapping to the Oscar lock. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Oscar. After that, we had some hope. A Lars Sullivan vignette. Yeah. So, so it's to be determined where he's going to end up. Todd, they probably, Phillips, Todd Phillips is talking about him. They probably don't even they don't. know. They, they don't know. There's no, they, they don't, don't know. know. They, they just know, know they want him on main. Yep, exactly. They don't know. Although somebody in the comments said that the YouTube version. Oh, ooh, what's this? This is something from Brad Shepard. From Brad Shepard, how Lars Sullivan is reportedly viewed backstage in WWE. What do we have? This is from Brad Shepard on the Oh You Didn't Know podcast. Essentially, I was told they believe that he would be overlooked in the main roster, especially if he goes to Raw, because basically, Strowman is bigger than Lars Sullivan, right down to the mountain man look and beard. They believe Lars would start on SmackDown and work with some smaller talent and begin to be successful. Absolutely. Yeah, that's perfect. Put him on SmackDown. That's exactly what you should do. He's such a weird-looking dude. That's good. Yeah. Put him on SmackDown. Yes, put him on SmackDown. Uh, So, next, we had uh, Daniel Bryan's promo. Where he Uh, explained why. Why? Why did he turn heel? How comfortable that cardigan look. Comfy. Looks super comfy. Comfy comes. Comfy comes. But before he started his promo, it was announced that at TLC, he will defend his newly won WWE Championship against AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. That will be a great match. This is TLC. Is AJ going to wear a cup? Is he going to wear some protection? He should. For his unders? He should, for his front area. For his front area business. He needs to. Um, And then he goes on this awesome promo sort of illustrating... The history of the new Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. He said it stems back to when he asked. He used to have to spend three hours every day 
in a hyperbaric well, chamber. Even before that, he said, you know, the betrayal didn't happen last week on right. SmackDown. The betrayal happened when I I retired and gave up on my dream. Mm-hmm. That's when the betrayal happened. And all of you people just moved on. Fickle. 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 Well, they are fickle. Fickle. You know. Fickle. That's what happens when you get... Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, pretty much, man. Uh, so, Anyways, yeah. the hyperbaric chamber bit. That was good. So, essentially, he, he went crazy. Is that That's what we're to believe here. Kind of. He said in the hyperbaric chamber, it was when he developed in, in his mantra... Uh, fight for your dreams. Fight for your dreams. Fight for your dream. Your dream and your dreams will fight for you. That's what it is. Fight yeah. for your dream and your dream yeah. will fight for you. And he started like almost uh, giving his dreams, sort of fashioning uh, like an ego out of it. Yeah, yeah, personification. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Out of his dreams because his finishing line was, my dreams kicked AJ Styles in the balls. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was, really it was good. so good, and it was so original, and it was so bizarre, and it's basically he's sort of crazy. Um, one person brought this up on Twitter. Did I save who it was? Hold on a second. Sometimes I save these tweets at well, us. I mean, I guess you can look at his... Uh, I think there is a, a level of insanity to what he brought last night, but you know, if you look at it kind of a logical sense, it was... A shot. There's the only thing between him and achieving his dream, getting that title, was taking a, a, a cut in a corner, mm-hmm. and then he just decided to cut a corner to get to what he wanted. Yeah, that was it. That makes sense. But the motivation behind it was a, oh, okay. a little so, out there, being driven potentially mad by being stuck in a hyperbaric chamber three hours a day. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up because I think it's actually kind of a valid point of view, even though I'll put it this way: I think the the motivations this being stuck in a hyperbaric chamber, the insanity. I think it can be interpreted in a number of ways, which mm, is why I like mm, it so mm-hmm. much. But this is kind of an interesting take on it that I didn't that I didn't even think about. And this comes from Emil uh, Emil uh, Haugard on Twitter. He says, "What do you guys think of because this is how he interpreted it? What do you guys think of WWE using Daniel Bryan's medical condition oh, as a that, possible yeah. explanation for his heel turn? I thought his promo last night hinted at the possibility. Do you think it's okay given what?" these kinds of conditions have been linked to in the past. That's a valid point. It is. And I, I didn't necessarily, based on this one promo. I didn't either. Based strictly on his history of concussions. Yeah. It was his obsession with returning returning to wrestling, returning right. to the wrestling ring. Right. That kind of drove him a little nuts. Yeah. But, but that is an interesting take on oh, it. it is, because definitely. as you know, CTE has had a terrible yeah. effect on many, yeah. you know, pro athletes. Um, you know, ranging from, you know, uh, people have committed suicide to the obvious in pro wrestling, Chris Benoit. A lot of people think that was one of the driving forces yeah. to do what he did. Um, I, I, I doubt they will make that link. I, I doubt yeah, they'll even I'd be hard pressed. To believe I that's don't the think case. that's something they would do um, because, you know, obviously they've tried to stay so far away from Chris Benoit. Yeah. They don't want to bring the sim- a similar condition up in storyline. Yeah. But I, I just thought it was an interesting interpretation that I hadn't thought of when he was, you know, when when it was happening. Um, I just love the idea that the guy is in the hyperbaric chamber three hours every single day. Singing, fight for absence dream, of dream, light and absence of, yeah. you know, it's all sensory deprivation. Yeah. And uh, it's almost like he's going on a daily vision quest. <laughs> exactly. Which is how I interpret it. Yeah. And he came out as this new Daniel Bryan. Um and that kicker of a line at the end, my dreams 
kicked LeBron, <laughs> kicked AJ, AJ Styles in the balls. balls. I thought that was killer. That was I great. thought it was so good, and he officially declared the yes movement. Well, dead. but even before that, he said, uh, "You know, I may have lost my match against Brock Lesnar, but no." This new Daniel Bryan won because mm-hmm. Brock beat the weakness out of mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. and that needed to happen. Yeah, and said so this is leading to the 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 new emergence of Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm, and yeah. he said the old Daniel Bryan is dead. The Yes movement is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, good stuff. No, I thought it, I thought it was really really good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next, we had I think our main event. Yeah, it was our main yeah. event. Rey Mysterio versus. Hold on, I'm sorry. Ray, I can't do the rolling R. Sometimes I can't, sometimes I can't. Ray Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Um, man, Randy like damn near tore that mask off of uh, Ray's head. I know it was very much like a, 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 <laughs> a triple, triple A mania. match. Yeah, yeah, triple, triple mania. mania. There you go. Um, and that RKO off that sliding uh, dive thing. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was rad. That was incredible. Oh, that, was, that was so cool. That was rad, and Ray sold it great. Heck yeah, man! Just a ton of bricks. And then uh, uh, Randy, Randy just tosses them back in the ring. Yeah. Another RKO for the win. Yeah. And then he back outside. He wraps a chair around Ray's neck, tosses him into the ring post. Um, and as Ray's falling, his mask falls off. Mm. I don't know if that was intentional or not. I don't know. Because he had, like, ripped it. Like, you could basically you see, see We all face. know what he looks like. They, they took it off in WCW. In WCW. Not WCW. And then uh, Randy takes the mask, holds it up. And then mm-hmm. the training staff comes down, puts a towel over him yeah. to protect his identity. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, no, it was, it was really, really, really awesome. Good. Yeah. Uh, let's do some mail time. We're oh, yeah. Some mail here. If y'all want to send us some mail, you can do that at P.O. Box 1814, Orange Vale, Orange California, vale. 95662. Um, yeah, it's in the description as well. This is coming to us from Patton Hunt. Here, give me one of those. Yeah, I'm going to give you patents. Okay. There you go. And then right here. I know somebody DM'd me, I think, the other day and told me to expect a package soon. I want to see if I... Ah, maybe it's this fella here. I'm just going to double check. He gave me the tracking number. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is from... Uh, Dan Nagano, I believe. Oh, cool. Says, too sweet. Too sweet. Steven Larson, I appreciate all the hard work y'all put in every week. Your show was a key factor in helping me get back into pro wrestling after many years away from it. Thanks for always keeping it real. Too sweet and hearty handshake. Patton. Thank you, Patton. Oh, that looks like properly gift wrapped. That's nice. Uh, keep your gift as unwrap your present before opening this envelope, okay? Oh, okay. It's like a. Riddle me this, Batman. And it's like Robin's hand. <laughs> How many Steves does it take to unwrap a bow? Three many. Riddler. Oh, look at that. What is that? It's like some sort of Blu-ray. <gasps> is that what I think it is? Oh, I thought it was going to be the Marine 6. That looks oh! cool, Oh, this is the the, the, oh, the Kaiju movie with the nice. wrestlers Nice. Oh, that's oh, cool. Oh, that's incredible. Look at there's Minoru. I think that's Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, yeah Minoru Suzuki in the back that's there. where all those gifts come from. Oh, man, that's incredible. Thank that's you so cool, much. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Let's see here. 
Uh, ah, here we go. Oh, Dan, I'm sorry, Dan Lodato. Uh, he says, hi, Stephen Larson. Love the podcast. Oh, it keeps awesome. me entertained on the long drives home. I hope you enjoy this movie where you can see giant Kota Ibushi and giant Minoru Suzuki fighting a giant monster. Oh, I can't wait. Elbow rest, Dan Lodato. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so that much. Is that is a very, very nice gift. Christmas has come early. Happier with that than I would be the Marine Six. But we should still probably get the Marines. Yeah, we should get the Marines it's out right now on digital and Blu-ray. All right. We should do a watch party. Uh, we should answer some questions. Too. Yes, Josh Little. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Josh. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Josh. What one w w yes, what one WWE superstar would you like to have show up at your house for Thanksgiving? Big E, man. Yeah. It's Big E. Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Uh, Graham Too Sweet Me. Is Braun really injured? Apparently, yes. He has some bone spurs in his elbow. That's what is Meltzer that the said. latest on him? I haven't heard. I haven't seen anything else today. Okay. Jacob Anderson, what's WWE's obsession with dominant faces? It's hard to get invested when the heel is an underdog that you know is going to lose. It's most prominent in the Braun Baron feud. That was always kind of the issue with Roman. He never felt like he was actually dealing with a real struggle. Yeah, I know. I know. He knew in the end he was gonna he was gonna win. Maybe they're learning something from this. You know. I mean, maybe they're actually going more towards sort of a New Japan thing where people are just going to act like people. Yeah. I wish they would just do that. Yeah, me too. Foxy the Foxy Fox. Uh, hey there, friendos. Does SmackDown Live need new tag teams in its division, or is it good at the oh, moment? They're in far better shape than Raw. They're in really good shape. But as with every roster, I mean, I'm trying to think of some combinations we have. We've kind of seen a lot of combinations already. We're getting to the point where like a shake-up or a call-up or whatever yeah, yeah. would be needed. Uh, Guillaume Halili, hope your Thanksgiving is real. Poo-poo shoes. Hashtag poo-poo shoes. This is kind of an Just Lucas says, uh, Daniel Bryan's promo was great. Would it have been better if he told the announcer? Because, oh, yeah, that's right. At the end of his promo, he told the announcer to tell everybody. The new Daniel Bryan. The new Daniel Bryan. He said, would it have been better? This is such a nerdy wrestling thing. But to say, your WWE champion, the American Dragon, Bryan Danielson. It would have been interesting because they've been so they've been so public about the fact that his name is Brian Danielson and yeah, not yeah, Daniel yeah. Bryan. Yeah. If he would do I, I mean, I know, look, they've got tons of merch out there with his name yeah, on it. His name is firmly established. Daniel Bryan is trademarked by WWE. Mm-hmm. But if they were to license Brian Danielson and have that be his like new oh, heel that'd be, persona. That'd be funny. That would have been, been that would have been great. That'd I thought that'd have been awesome. So yeah, I would have loved that. Uh Lee Blunden Dell. Do you think The Miz is going to win the Royal Rumble? He's got to be a strong contender for it. You would think so, yeah. Uh, oh, ooh. What? Chuck, the bipartisan gamer sips. Oh, this is an easy. This is so easy. Three of the following never take up pro wrestling. Who do you, oh, who do you save? Flair, Hogan, Austin, Cena. I would think that you save Flair. Didn't he like influence tons and yeah. tons of like some of the best wrestlers yeah, today? Yeah, Shawn Michaels, probably, yeah. probably Stone Cold too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, although if you don't if you don't save Hogan, is wrestling even around today? Who knows? Well, not as it is now. I know. It probably right? might still be a regional thing. I don't know. Um, Josh Little, do you think that Charlotte and Becky will become a heel tag team when those women tag titles debut? Uh, dream match: Charlotte, Becky versus Bailey and Sasha. 
I kind of hope not. Uh, There's more money in them feuding than being a team. Yeah, and then on top of that, I I, I mean, I do want to see. I want to see Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, and Sasha take on the Horsewoman. I mean, that dude. That's if if they all sort of have a sinister side to them. I mean, that's gonna be great. Yeah, that'd be great. War Games. Alejandro Gomez about to take advantage of the deals. Ooh, great deals. Great deals. <laughs> Adam Mayhem kisses to you guys because I'm great. Thanks, champ. You are great in your own way. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Leonidas Maximus Titanicus. That's a great name. Is it unfair to have Becky to have, is it unfair to Becky to have the WWE transfer over how, how over she is to Charlotte? Becky did all the great character work. Now Charlotte is copying everything Becky did. We'll see what they do with it after Becky comes back. Yeah, Becky's gone. So I think that there's room for both of them if they approach it in an, original, in a, in an interesting mm-hmm. way. Carlos E. Diaz, does Lars Sullivan debut as heel, Shane's enforcer? Maybe. That would be cool. I'd agent, be down He for should that. debut in SmackDown as an agent of change. Yes. I like that. Smurf Galloway. What is the origins of Jack Daddy Ref? Oh, wasn't it just like it's was just it, a ref that's really buff? That's it. I think it was. Was it the Evolution pay per view? No, that it first? was. Uh, oh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was Evolution, where that ref that has like the spiky hair. He's yeah. really tan and he's pretty and muscular. He's buff, and so we just call him. We just call him Jack Daddy. So we started cracking up and started calling him Jack Daddy the ref. That's all. That's all that's it is. Now, whenever he pops up, we start talking about him. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Martinez, we need a Larson T-shirt where he does the Maria Canella dance. Caption it, Baylar Como Larson. Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, dance with Larson. Baylar Como Larson. Baylar, thank you. Baylar. Uh, Jacob Anderson, have every babyface start cutting corners and have AJ Styles uphold morality <laughs> as the last of the babyfaces. That'd be good. That'd be I good. like that's a good idea. See, that'd be good. That's good. It'd be like a, you know, like a, a an old Western Wyatt yeah. Earp or some crap, yeah. like in a town of. He's like Tommy Lee Jones in No Country for Old Men. Yes, yeah. He's so tired. He's so jaded. He doesn't really want to do it. Exactly. But he knows if he doesn't do it, no one else will. Yeah. Everything started going downhill when people stopped saying "ma'am" and "sir." <laughs> if I ever thought I'd see people with green hair walking around, woo. When's when's the last time you changed your coffee? I boil a new, a fresh, I make a fresh pot once a week, even if there's some left. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Jonathan, would a dream call-up fail without an NXT championship run? Nah. He's such a strong character. He'll be fine. Well, he doesn't need a championship run to come up. Like, he's got so much buzz around him right now. Oh, yeah, he doesn't the need The pop he yeah. has in NXT is insane. Championship run with him would almost be underwhelming. Um... Uh, Alex Foster, what wrestlers would you guys not want to spend Thanksgiving with in character? Wyatt family. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them. Like Lars Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Seems like a weirdo. He might have some good conversation, but yeah. Seems like a weirdo, though. Um, like Ciampa. Just too he intense. Didn't seem like he'd be the best host. No, too intense. For that, for that fact, or that matter, too. No, uh, Gargano. Oh, he yeah. He seems too self-absorbed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, He'd probably just make a turkey just for himself. Mm-hmm. Like, probably maybe like Aleister Black. 
like in character, out of character, that dude's like a gamer. Yeah. And like, he seems super cool. Like he yeah, seems yeah, like the yeah. nice guy, but in character, he's just too intense. Like, oh, why now, are you sitting on the floor or at the table? Now D- the Dean Ambrose and Renee Young household. Oh man. Tense. A lot of awkward silence. So tense. Like doors are spray painted with like, you know, Renee's not allowed in here. Like they have a fight and he spray paints doors. <laughs> Uh, Jason G Bass or G Bass Velveteen as WWE or Universal Champ on Main. Why not both? Both, both, all the titles. They need to start doing that with everybody. All get the, the titles. trivia cards. Ask get, the, get the trivia cards. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Interesting take on things, but uh, Friendo Club Hunter Big Hoss says Hippie Four Twenty Brian was doing his best Baron Corbin impersonation during his promo last night. Who are five wrestlers you think can do a good Corbin impersonation? John Cena. <laughs> oh, he's probably done that in front of him. Oh, yeah. And everybody laughs. Yeah. Come on. Come on, break. No, was it Bo? Come on, Bo. Give me a shot. Uh, Jacob Anderson, will WWE bring WLC back for Drake Maverick? Probably not. Oh, it'll be PLC. PLC. Exactly. Zach Stolpa. Why hasn't Becky mentioned the people Ronda lost to yet? She's alluded to it. Yeah, she has. She's alluded to it. Uh, One more. Wayne Maker. Wayne Maker. Thoughts on the elite filing all the trademarks pertaining to their new promotion. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, but if I figured I'd bring it up again. If it's legit, I mean, that. It's pretty big. It's pretty massive. Yeah. Did you read uh, Wrestle Talk had a thing saying that according to their sources, Two main, main roster, roster WWE talents have kind of uh, agreed in principle. To, but then he, they also said that there's no TV deal in place. And I don't see how anybody from WWE would they make the jump. They said it's all contingent on yeah, a TV deal. Yeah, would agree to go there without a TV deal. I kind of feel like it's the sort of thing where the two main roster guys are probably like, cool, right on. Well, let me know how that works out. and maybe Yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah, we'll see, man. Just we'll give us see. a call. Just give me a call. Yeah. Give me a call is basically them like, oh, our source is confirmed. Yeah. Probably, I like Wrestle Talk though. It's probably like Gallows and Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh, okay. You'll probably get this. this yeah, you might this do is fine probably this easy. One too. Uh you can go first. Uh, All right. or I'll tell you yeah. the thing first. Yeah. First ten wrestlers to win WWE the WWE title in the twenty first century. So the first ten wrestlers. The first 10 WWE champions in the 2000s. Yeah. Oof. It's a who's who of the attitude. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> uh, let's say Triple H. Yep. The Rock. Yep. Stone Cold. Yep. Kurt Angle. Yep. Um, Undertaker. Yep. Um... Passed that thing around a lot. Yep, they did. Deals. Uh, it was around the time when they had the World Heavyweight Championship, too. So, uh, trying not to get confused. Jericho? Yep. Why are you counting? Because why All right. not? All right. You're supposed to count the ones that get wrong. Well, you haven't got any wrong. You're probably not going to either. Oh, well, no, I'll get one wrong at least. Uh,. You probably won't. There's no repeats these, right? No. Okay, let's make sure. Um, no. 
HBK? No. You oh, don't okay. know. I know he won a title. I can't remember he didn't come back till 2003 anyways. Yeah. And yeah that, was, yeah, that was the big gold belt. Yeah. Um, Eddie? Yes. So I get two more guesses. Lesnar? Yes. And... Oh, man. I feel like I'm forgetting a pretty major one. Kane? Uh, surprisingly, no. That's uh, my eight guesses. Or ten right. guesses. Well, the, the last two that you have not picked... Uh, were in a monster truck match against each other. Oh, Hogan and uh, Big Show? Yep. Hogan, gosh. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Ten longest combined WWE Tag Team Championship reigns. Oh, okay. This is pretty up to date, too. Okay. Um, oh, the New Day? Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember who held it the longest? Was it the Natural Disasters? No. Uh, London and Kendrick? Yes. Um, the Dudleys. Hold on. No. 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 Edge and Christian. No. The Hardys. No. Oh my God! So they just had like really short reigns, but a lot of mm-hmm. them. Gee willikers. Uh, Legion of Doom. Oh, hi. Hold on. That was three you guessed, right? Legion of Doom. No. Um. Wow. Um. Now I'm just lost. Uh, I'll give you a bit of a clue. This seems to be like the the most recent incarnation of the tag team championships, not the one. So it's probably post brand split, but then they brought it back together. Oh. So pretty much saying anything before 2000 disregard. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. All right. Um, shoot. Some of these I had no idea they'd be on here though. Yeah. Two of them you should get. Three of them maybe. God, I'm so lost right now. Now. Um. I don't know, but our stream is dying. Oh, okay. Just tell me them. Uh, Eminem. <laughs> oh, okay. The Colognes. <laughs> what? The Usos, Morrison and Miz, Team Hell No, World's Greatest Tag Team, Cody and Goldust, and The Shield. Wow, those all—I feel like they were all shorter, <laughs> shorter runs. Man, okay, yeah, the Shield I should got. I right. thought you might have got Shield and Usos. Maybe Shield, Usos, and Team Hell No. Yeah, if New Day was on the, yeah, I should have got the Usos. Yeah. Anyways, I'm never good at that. But it's always fun. It is fun. Because I like it because it's educational. Exactly. That's why I like it. Anyways, uh, patrons, we got a post show coming up. Stay tuned for that. Thanks so much for everybody tuning in. Uh, Let's get some music. And have a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow, everybody. Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Eat lots of food. And we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.